everyone, this is Marlena. Welcome to episode four of Aligned. Today features my first interview with one of my very good friends, Renee Teal. Thanks for tuning in. So today I have Renee Teal with me, and she is a good friend of mine, a longtime friend of mine, and she is a nutritionist that focuses on women and fertility and motherhood. So welcome, Renee. And hi, Marlena. <laughs> hi. Um, tell, us, tell us how you got into this. Like, how did your journey with fertility get started? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share about all of this stuff. Um, I had a really interesting journey myself with fertility and preconception cleansing. Um, my history, I came from having endometriosis for probably years and years before I even <laughs> understood what it was. I just always had um, issues in that arena. So when I came into, you know, the cleansing circle that we both were in, mm -hmm. I just learned so much about what was possible with healing our body. Um, so that was my journey before I had kids and connecting with these spirit babies that were around me. So um, when I started doing health coaching myself, I was just doing, you know, general health coaching, anybody that, that wanted to work with me and whatever they were coming to me for. And, you know, I realized that I really loved working with women, I, um, you know, cleaning things up and helping them to mm -hmm. heal their body before they had babies and it was just a conversation that I was having with the business coach that, you know, she pointed out how lit up I got talking about fertility and, you know, helping women on their preconception cleansing journey. And she said, mm -hmm. why are you not focusing on this? And it was almost like I just needed that permission slip or to even realize that that could be, you know, the thing that I do. So, mm -hmm. so that's where the fertility, um, coaching was, <laughs> was born. Um, Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, that's it's I think it's so I remember when I mean, because we were both in this like cleansing circle. Um, and I remember thinking that like, this was like, the best thing you could do for your future children is to improve your health, you know, to, to get into juicing and just getting fresh things into your body and cleaning up your body so that your cellular integrity is is stronger you know it's like you're giving children this huge um like this huge step up that they wouldn't have if you know you were eating the way we were before yeah yeah <laughs> you know like totally. the mainstream food I um I felt so grateful to learn you know that all of this was possible before having kids because I almost didn't even mm -hmm. want to have kids before I was on the cleansing journey because mm -hmm. I just felt so unhealthy and, you know, both yeah. of my parents were ill and my mom had cancer. I just felt like I didn't want to pass this stuff on to children. So when I learned that we could actually clean up, um, you know, what we were passing on to our children genetically and, you know, mm -hmm. clean up our own, you know, blood and um, mm -hmm. organs is just, yeah, just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so tell us about how you work with with women and especially with women who want to conceive. They're feeling like uncertain about wanting to conceive um, or that they're wanting to deepen their connection to the baby that they're trying to call in, the soul that they're wanting to call in. Do you want to go into that? Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Um, okay. There's typically, you know, when they're coming to me, 
for fertility stuff or, you know, preconception cleansing, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's usually, it can be both. Um, you know, there's always going to be something going on on the physical level, on the emotional level, um, mm. and the spiritual level. So I like to address that, you know, obviously with the, the physical stuff is usually going to be first and almost, mm-hmm. almost every single woman that I'm working with is going to have, they usually have, you know, congested ovaries, uterus, um, you know, coming from poor digestion, poor gut mm-hmm. health. So that's usually where I start. And once, once they're able to heal, you know, their gut health and digestion, their ovaries and uterus are able to just to breathe, to get fresh oxygen to them, to start to get clean blood to them. And from and that the- stuff, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but no, that stuff please. that you can, you can address with the cleansing, like with the preconception cleansing, like on a very sort of like literal, like, you know, physical level is by, you know, doing juices and things like that. Yeah. And it's able to, you know, they're able to shift and heal that really quickly through, mm-hmm. you know, the things that, you know, we practice in our in the cleansing circle with, you know, food combining and eating Mm -hmm. light to heavy and just starting to upgrade the ingredients. Like digestive health. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And because we forget how delicate those organs are. They're just like these, you know, really delicate flower petals. They need room Mm -hmm. to breathe. And once that starts to heal, their hormones start to balance out, you know, things just Mm -hmm. start to get better really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and as you know, when you start to heal on the physical level, it's like, every, mm-hmm. it's like your body and your emotions and your spirit is just ready to, <laughs> to like just up-level. heal. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, you know, you start to see the things emotionally that are holding you back. You know, mm-hmm. another major thing that I see is the connection with, to our own feminine energy and our mm-hmm. ability, you know, our ability to receive and to create, um, mm. you know, as we start to connect that. And it's not like we're needing to go do something outside of ourselves. It's, you know, looking inside at, you know, what's going on so that we can open mm-hmm. to receive this baby and to create this welcome and loving space inside of us. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally feel that. I remember when, um, I mean, before I was pregnant with my my daughter who's well, she's eight now she just turned eight I remember like feeling her near me it was like <laughs> oh. I felt like she was ready before I was ready before Enrico <laughs> and I were ready and it, I just I felt like such a strong connection to her that I <clears throat> I didn't really have any question about like I mean I did but I knew that I wanted to be a mother like I knew I wanted to have this baby it was um, but I, I never felt that way specifically about my connection to her until I got into the, um, the juicing and the food combining and the colonics and all of that stuff that went with, you know, that physical upgrade. That's it, it really, it just does so much more than just, you know, healing symptoms. It's like really powerful stuff. Yeah. I just picture this, you know, when we're taking on everything and, you know, healing isn't about fixing ourselves or, you know, like we're not worthy of this thing. It's just about us mm-hmm. being able to fully blossom into who we are with yeah. letting go of all of the stuff that, 
you know, we thought that we were from everybody else's stuff and all of these Mm -hmm. old, you know, whatever it is, you know, limiting beliefs, old emotions. So I Mm -hmm. love that. And I really feel like these spirit babies are so sensitive on this subtle level to Mm -hmm. exactly what you were talking about. Um, You know, it's like once when they feel, you know, you coming more into yourself and, you know, you you know, up leveling your health. It's like, they're ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they want to jump in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. can you, can you, can you tell us about like what a spirit baby session is? If somebody, um, just for anyone listening, this is something, if you're wanting to conceive, if you're having trouble conceiving or you're just unsure, um, or even if you're just wanting to like have a sort of like process around, um, conceiving you know like sort of getting ready like on an emotional or or spiritual and or spiritual level in addition to the physical Mm -hmm. um the spirit baby sessions I did one with Renee um and I can talk more about that if you know if it time allows um after she explains it but um this is one way that Renee works with with women is doing spirit baby sessions so did did you want to share about that, like what a session looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I would love to chat about your session too, because it was so great. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I do want to say is, you know, any women who are listening who maybe don't want children or, you know, it's not really on their radar right now. You know, I, I really believe that we're all, we all have this mother energy. Mm-hmm. So whether, you know, we're calling in, you know, a physical child or, you know, there's people around us who we're, you know, mothering. I just feel like we all have that potential, um, yeah. for that energy. Um, yeah, for some reason that was, that was wanting to, <laughs> to come out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the session looks like, you know, it's connecting to the soul of the baby. Um, and mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, most of the time these spirit babies will be really close or inside of either parent's auric fields, you know, sometimes if they're, mm-hmm. if they're just ready to hop in, you know, they'll be, you know, really close to the mom's heart, to her womb space, you know, sometimes they can be a little bit further out. And these sessions are always different. There's never, ever been a session that's been the same, you know, sometimes I'll have mm-hmm. a session where this baby just has a lot to say, and, you know, has some hesitations on, you know, when they're going to come in. Um, and other times it can be more, you know, the mom is needing some, some healing, you know, maybe there's some, you know, emotions or some trauma hanging out um, Mm -hmm. in her womb space that just wants to come out. Um, so this space can be, you know, nice and welcome for the baby. Um, so -hmm. they're always different. Um, but usually it's a main theme that I see is, a lot of, you know, women who are wanting to become moms, there's, there's a level of not feeling, not, not trusting themselves. Um, yeah. you know, usually the babies just want them to know that like, Hey, we'll figure this out together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we got this, um, you know, they're kind of looking for, for validation or, yeah. you know, just, you know, sometimes messages and sometimes they'll have these you know, just really sensitive things. Like, you know, they'll see these slight disagreements between the mom and dad and they'll think like, they'll feel, um, almost like they're not ready to hop in until this is healed. And so sometimes the parents Mm -hmm. just need this, you know, this message or insight, um, into what's ready to shift. 
Yeah. So it's just, you know, kind of whatever, whatever is coming up between the mom and the baby. I'm just kind of the bridge between (laughs) the baby and the parent and helping them. And, you know, and I, I like to help the mom be able to connect to this baby each day to just, you know, start to form this um, communication. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, when we did the session, I mean, this was probably a year or so ago that we did the session and I had to say it was, it was really cool. Like having that, like feeling the soul of this, um, of this baby, because I felt it was weird. I mean, having, I have one child and I, you know, Enrico and I thought about having more, but it was like, we just never felt ready, but I felt such pressure even after like, cause I think everybody who has like, after you have your first child, it's like, people start asking, when's the next one? When's the next one? And eventually mm-hmm. people stopped asking because I was just like, I don't know if there's going to be a next one, you know? And it wasn't that I didn't, that we didn't want to, but we're just like, I don't know if we can handle it. There's, there were so many other things going on in our lives. Like we're building the construction business. I'm, you know, there's so much. Um, and I felt like after I spoke with you, first of all, the whole session was just like, it was really like, it felt indulgent for me. Like it was just such a nice <laughs> sort of like the whole, like, um, like there was like a guided meditation you did. It was just, it was really awesome. It wasn't just like about this soul. It was, it was really like care for me too. It's like care for someone who's, you know, considering, you know, becoming pregnant or thinking about it. But like really what you told me was that there was really no urgency, you know, and that, you know, these souls are patient and, you know, I was putting, I realized that I was putting all this pressure on myself. Like, oh, my daughter's going to be an only child and, you know, I'm getting older and I need to do this. And you were just kind of like, no, it's okay. (laughs) You know, it was, it just gave me this huge sort like it just, I don't feel pressure around it. Um, after talking to you, it was just really nice. It was like a really nice gift to myself. (laughs) Oh, I love that. It was, yeah, it was such a pleasure to do that session with you. And this, that's exactly what I wanted to say too about your session was, you know, we can really take the pressure off of ourselves because mm. it's like the universe and spirit babies and everything around us is always reconfiguring things. So, yeah. you know, there's never any pressure. Um, and that goes for, you know, having miscarriages or, mm-hmm. you know, just not feeling ready. It's like, everything's always reconfiguring and you know, I just felt like, you know, this baby that was, you know, wanting or just ready to come through whenever you were, um, you know, just wanted you to know that, that, you know, there's so much other stuff that, you know, this baby is doing on the other side to support you guys as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's almost like, that's another thing that I love with the spirit babies. It's like, you know, we can use them as these guides to almost co-create the family that we're wanting to bring in. Mm, you know, if, yeah. if, um, you know, we're feeling like we don't have the right job or the right home or the right, mm-hmm. you know, whatever situation it's like, we can connect with them and co-create what they need and what we need to, you know, mm-hmm. have this really loving and happy family situation. I love that. that. I feel like that's so true. I was actually just talking about this this morning um, I was, uh, talking to my mom and, um, we were actually talking about astrology, which never happens, 
but it happened. Oh, I love we were it. talking about how like Enrico and I are both like predominantly um he's mostly water with some earth and then we and I'm mostly earth with some water and then we both have some air like a decent amount of air like significant we have placements that are like important with air signs but we have like no fire and our daughter has her she has fire sun and rising sign so it's like we kind of needed that like <laughs> like I made a joke like if if Allie didn't have like this airy sun and Sagittarius rising like we'd probably never leave the house <laughs> but it's like I I felt that and it's funny because before I even became pregnant with her I remember I would always kind of have this vision of her and it would be like it would be like the sun like I it would just be like I and I remember feeling when I when it as the time got closer to me becoming pregnant like I could feel it closer to me like I felt it like within you know my my sphere (laughs) whereas Mm. like before that I felt like like it was literally like the sun, like she was high in the sky or something like very far from me. But I, it was, it was weird. It was, it always felt kind of like, I didn't know if I was imagining it or not, but after talking to you, I, and especially cause like, I felt, I knew she was a girl. Like I had this really strong feeling and um, yeah, it was just interesting. And she ended up being an Aries, you know, it's like, she's just very fiery. Um, oh, but it. anyway, yeah. So I do feel like she kind of brings, I mean, she definitely brings something that we kind of needed into our um, family that um, it's like, it makes sense, you know, like it feels just right. Oh, when you're saying that, I wonder if there's some sort of like completion astrologically of like your family unit, like it needed that fire. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I really am lacking, like I, I have fire in my chart, but it's like, um, more the generational planets. Like I have three planets in Sagittarius, but it's like Neptune, Jupiter, and Uranus, I think. And that's like uh, everyone born in like 1983 <laughs> and beyond <laughs> has that, you know, it's like, mm. those are longer transits. So it's not really, it's like no part of my personality. Um, and um, yeah, my, my husband, I mean, he has so much Scorpio. There's so much drive with Scorpio that I feel like he, like he's so motivated and ambitious, whereas sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of floating around or, you know, just being way too practical and just, I get lost in like the everyday of things. But um, yeah, I really like, I like having the fire around. Cause even like within my friendships, I don't have a lot of fire. I have a lot of earth and air with like a little bit of fire, but I tend to be really drawn to like watery people or airy people. Mm, So yeah, I have this firecracker now that just, we have this. (laughs) Yeah. She really adds (laughs) some fire to the, um, to our, to our unit. And um, yeah. So anyway, children are very, very activating us into our purpose and what we came here to do. It's almost like reminding us, this is what we're here to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how it it feels. And I I feel like, and this, you know, aside from um, just this whole like fiery thing, I feel like my daughter is always kind of showing me like things that I neglect in myself or like, she'll actually, I think it could be because she has mercury and Pisces too. (laughs) Um, and I, I don't know if you experienced this with your daughter, cause I feel like, I know you have, well, you have a daughter and two sons, but I feel like mothers and their daughters, it's like, 
I mean, I don't that know because I don't have a son, most, but it's, um... it's so different, right? Like the dynamic is so different. Um, yeah, like my little boys are just kind of there to like, you know, they do trigger me somewhat, but they're just always there for hugs and kisses. And, yeah. You know, the boys are like usually watching out for me. Like the other day, the dog wouldn't move out of my way when I was trying to sweep and they were like getting the dog out. But the da- the mother-daughter relationship is mm-hmm. really confronting. It's like yeah. always yeah. showing you what – it kind of showing you what you're ignoring in yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Or what you've shut down or even like with, with, well, my daughter having Mercury in Pisces and Mercury retrograde. I feel like it's, you know, having Mercury being retrograde when she was born. Like, I feel like she is like, she really understands feelings. Like she's really able to express how she feels or it's like, she understands how I feel even more than I do. Like she'll put it into words and I'm just like, wow, like you are so little, <laughs> but it's kind of like I think maybe too because Pisces can have such a wisdom to it um but I mean again going back to go go ahead what were you gonna say oh just these children coming in are just so different than we are yeah tell us tell us about like what this group of souls like wanting to come in because I mean I've heard a lot of jokes about like in December there's gonna be a bunch of babies born because you know the quarantine (laughs) like everyone's home and they're bored and it's like people are gonna get pregnant so coronials (laughs) that's the new generation (laughs) oh it's so Um, funny yeah I'm so tell us about the the souls that are coming in like what like is there obviously we're all so unique but like is there a a message or something that they're coming here to do or show us yeah (laughs) yes there is so much you know right now you know I'm seeing a lot of these memes going around Facebook about um you know, the mother earth is healing right now, you know, the there's, you know, the dolphins are, you know, coming into the canals in Italy and all of this, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the smog is clearing and it's like, we have this same opportunity right now Mm -hmm. to, you know, to go into our own healing. You know, it's almost like there's this, I feel like this sacred pause in the cosmos right now where, you know, we're in this fertile ground. There's this quietness. It's easier to connect with ourselves, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. spirit babies, with whatever we're wanting to bring in. Um, and, you know, these children, they're not here for the same reasons that we came in. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, we were just talking about with how different our children are mm-hmm. than we are. And, you know, I see the generation that me and you are in as this bridge between the old ways and this new earth that we're all creating, you know, we're mm-hmm. all co-creators in this, um, yeah. you know, we have just as big of a role as these children that are coming in right now, you know, it's all important. What mm-hmm. we've been doing, <laughs> we've had some really heavy work, especially these last 10 years, we've been undoing the ways that we, you know, that this world has been parenting, you yeah. know, feeding, feeding our children, schooling mm-hmm. our children, oh disciplining. God. everything (laughs) (laughs) we're in the trenches like healing our own trauma healing Mm -hmm. you know these old emotions just unraveling everything Mm -hmm. we're looking at the food that you know we've all been eating and we're we're ready to change this Mm -hmm. so you know these children have more of a crystalline body they don't they don't need the denseness that we needed to transmute Mm. they're when they come okay they're ready to fly. They're ready Aww. to be in this warrior energy, this, you know, just this lighter energy. And so, mm-hmm. 
you know, and it's not like, you know, the, the mothers who are going to be mothering these children, it's not like, I don't want to put any of this, like, you know, we're not ready or worthy or any of that. These children Mm -hmm. just need a mom who's, who's willing to look at this stuff Mm -hmm. and being open to, to doing things a new way, being Mm -hmm. willing, open and willing to changing. Um, And, you know, this, it's almost like we've gone through this rebirth Mm -hmm. before giving birth to, to these children. So the more that we, the more work that we do on our bodies of, you know, we've been cleansing, you know, everything that's been accumulating, you know, in the planet, you know, Mm -hmm. environmentally, you know, Mm -hmm. physically, the, you know, I feel like I don't need to go into this with you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we're just really cleansing all of this stuff that was Mm -hmm. never meant to be in our bodies in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's actually really exciting. The roles that we're all playing, you know, there's, you know, I know that there is some grief around this topic of, you know, there's a lot of souls that are leaving the planet right now, mm-hmm. whether it's the coronavirus or, you know, whatever else is going on, there's a lot of souls leaving. And so, it, you know, with that creates a big vacuum effect to where these souls who've been, you know, wanting to come in are ready. Um, yeah. And we all, we all get to benefit, you know, the souls who are leaving are still helping to raise the consciousness of this planet and to create this new earth. So we're all co-creators in this. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting. It's an exciting time. Yeah, that is, I'm excited after listening to you. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And it really resonates with me because um, I, I just, I feel like I see it. Like I see it happening with the children. I mean, I spend, I mean, up until quarantine, you know, I was working in uh, my daughter's school and just being around the children. It's like, it's just very inspiring to see, to see them. Um, Cause I, I, just being around children in general is inspiring, but I just feel like I see such a difference from like when I was a kid, when I was that age, like how I saw things or how I communicated um, if that makes sense. But and I and I feel like I mean, these children that I mean, I worked with kids from age like three to age, well, really fifth grade, it was kind of all over the place. But it's just interesting to see how it changes like every few years, like there's always something. um, And and looking at the astrology of it is always really fascinating too. like, I'm always looking at these big transits and like what's happening right now, like what was going on when all this Coronavirus stuff was just starting to emerge and become a big deal, at least in the US because you know, it started elsewhere first, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's, it's like these new generations come in and there's new stuff that we're learning. And, um, I agree like with this Saturn and Pluto conjunction that happened like around when really the coronavirus, coronavirus was really becoming a big deal. Um, I mean, it still is a big deal, but it was really like, okay, like this is happening, like things are changing, um, now that that conjunction is separating, I just feel like there's such a, like a, it's almost like there's this, um, stuff that we don't understand about how the world works or even how we work as people. It was kind of like under the surface and now it's coming out <laughs> and it's like, okay, so we're dealing with it, but it's like, because we're dealing with it, it's like these new baby like these babies these new souls 
they're not bringing it in. If that, am I making sense? Yeah. Does that, is yeah. My, is that... I love that. I was going to ask you what generational themes you were seeing with, you know, the souls that were incarnating now, but you're right. They are completely different. You know, my daughter asked the other yeah. day, you know, she hasn't, you know, we're blessed to be in an area in an area where we don't know anybody with the coronavirus. Thank goodness. Um, you know, mm, we're very lucky. Yeah. And she asked, you know, is this real? I'm, you know, is it true? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and we had a funny conversation with her, you know, my husband taught her, you know, told her, you know, that's, that's good for you to question, you know, everything, you know, whenever something, yeah. you know, comes up, you know, question. And we weren't really taught that as children. We were kind of taught to just no. be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Just be quiet and listen to, you know, respect your elders, listen to what they say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just raising an entirely different little mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I mean, we're going right now. I mean, at least Saturn moving into Aquarius, it's so different from Saturn being in Capricorn. So like for the next, I mean, Saturn is going to retrograde back into Capricorn for a period. So we're not like completely done with that whole archetype. But I mean, we're going to have like children born right now have Saturn in Aquarius. It's this whole other like level of mastery. It's a different sort of mastery that these children are going to be learning um, as opposed to the Saturn and Capricorn generation. Like it's a big deal when, you know, Saturn has this three year, um, transit through each sign. So even that just alone is like, okay, so what's this, what's this Saturn and Aquarius generation going to bring in for us? You know, it's like, it's this time where we're kind of coming together as, you know, a human race and we're going to have to work together more and it's going to be a more, um, it's going to be less rigidity and it's going to be less about rigidity and control and, you know, um, really authoritative sort of, um, figures. It's going to be more about like us working together as a team. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what the children contribute to that and how, you know, that will all play out. Because it's every 30 years, just about every 30 years, you know, um, Saturn will visit a sign again, you know, so it's been like 30 years since we've had Saturn, a Saturn and Aquarius oh, generation. That's really beautiful. So, and it's and, what you were talking about, you know, coming together as a team, it's like, that's what's needed to heal this division between mm-hmm. everyone but I just, yeah. I just interrupted you what else <laughs> what were you gonna say no no it's okay it, w- it was perfect because um I just I feel like so much with this coronavirus stuff there was so much so many planets in Capricorn um you know there's like Pluto <laughs> and Saturn and not that I mean Capricorn's a great sign but with all like with these outer planets all being so close to, yeah with Saturn um, Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, and Mars. Yeah. And when Mars was there, that kind of added like this level of like heat or agitation to it, you know? Yeah. So it's, it was just really intense. And I feel like now that it's breaking up, I mean, I do feel like things are going to get better, but I feel like there's still so much that needs to come to light. And that's part of this like restructuring. And I, I feel like, you know, and this is just the way it always is, you know, this is like the journey of all of us as humans with, you know, souls, um, we're, we're constantly sort of like the new, the new children, they're helping us, you know, like they're helping us grow, they're helping us heal. And, you know, they're having this experience of us that's really even separate from like who we are, like, we really don't even know how they experience us. 
you know, mm-hmm. I mean, to, I mean, I see that all the time with astrology and I don't know if you, if you see this, I mean, you probably see this maybe within your own family is like, you can have siblings that are so different that, you know, they grow up in the same household, but have a very different experience of their parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and they end up being very different people. So it's like, I'm getting a lot, I always go off on tangents. So no, but is, anyway, this is good. it's, um, it's Yeah. So that describes my family. Exactly. My older brother and sister were born in the seventies and then me and my little Mm -hmm. brother are eighties babies. And, you know, we experienced, I mean, there was more, more to it. You know, my parents weren't ill when my older brother and sister were sick and they were ill or my mom was ill, you know, for me and my little brother, but Mm -hmm. just those probably whatever generational, you know, transits were happening when they were born is just so, Mm -hmm. so different. You know, we're like it's two so different. different little families in our family. <laughs> yeah. But that also contributes to like who you are and, you know, who you are contributes to who they are and how that contributes to the whole, you know, like the collective. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, this Saturn and Aquarius um, generation is very much going to be about the whole. So mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be really interesting to see. And I even feel like people having children, they're going to be more um, like, I, I just feel like we're going to be relying on each other more. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, cause with Aquarius, you can kind of, you can sometimes see like a sense of isolation cause it's like the sign of genius and they feel kind of like, you know, I'm the weird one, but there's also that um, like the, you know, the spirit of humankind. So I'm, I'm hoping, I think we're going to see a lot of that with, all yes. the madness well, one, <laughs> that's going yeah, on right now. Exactly. One thing I'm seeing is, you know, all of these, you know, roles that have come down around pregnancy and around childbirth in the hospitals where, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're kind of booting out any birth partners or, you know, husbands, partners, whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, more women are starting to start to look at the alternatives, you know, where can yeah. they, you know, mm-hmm. birth at home, you know, they're, they're just, you know, kind of giving the middle finger to these structures that aren't Yeah, like they're taking anymore. their power back they are, too. Yes. Yes. Like exactly. I can do this on my own. Exactly. We don't need um, these structures that have been mm-hmm. around. Exactly. It's so And like exciting. trust in the body and trust in the process Yes. of having a baby, which is like, I mean, it's funny. I feel like if I knew how intense it was, like the whole <laughs> childbirth thing, I probably would have just gone to the hospital. I wouldn't have, like, I remember people telling me like, gosh, you're brave, you know, doing the, you know, going to a birthing center and you know, not, you know, trying to do the natural thing. And I just felt like that was the option that seemed less scary to me, (laughs) but I was really naive and had no idea what I was getting into. Um, but yeah, I I do feel like, I feel like if I look back, if I'm honest with myself, I felt like the whole process was this huge, um, and of course, you know, I had my daughter right around my Saturn return. It was this huge stepping into adulthood for me. Um, and this huge sort of like me, you know, taking my, my power back with my body. Oh, that's so beautiful. You know, and my decisions, because I had a lot of like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure this is the right thing to do? Are you sure this is safe? Like you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It really pushes you into, Um, you know, your own center and your own power where you just have to like, you know, get rid of these other voices and everyone's else else's stuff right yeah and I I feel like that's been for me like my favorite part my favorite thing about motherhood other than just like the relationship like having that relationship with you know your child um 
is I feel like my intuition is so strong with, with my daughter that it's, it's kind of given me, it's, it really has given me that sense of empowerment that I guess I didn't feel before because I have this trust in myself and my, my judgment, like my decisions I've made with her. Um, I mean, there are a couple decisions I made where I felt like, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect because I, I, I daily, you know, I do things and say things that I regret. You know? <laughs> Same. Like I, We're all human. But I mean, like the, the big decisions, you know, the big decisions about like how I wanted to give birth, um, where I sent her to school, like all like those things. I feel like really proud of myself that I stood up for what felt right because it felt so clear to me, you know, and I haven't felt that clarity in other areas of my life. So I feel like it's something that I try to like filter into other areas of my life because like I know I'm capable of it because of what I have experienced, you know, through mothering. But yeah, I, I feel the same. It's like the things that you maybe wouldn't have felt so confident in saying no to before. Now mm-hmm. it's like not even a question. Exactly. And I feel like the whole, I feel like the whole motherhood thing, like pregnancy, you know, conceiving the pregnancy, the childbirth, that first year, the first several years, I feel like because people do it all the time, it's kind of like people don't take it so seriously. Not that it, it needs to be serious, but it's like, it's a big deal. And I feel like moms should, could give a lot more intention to it, put more intention around it. Like doing a spirit baby session with you is like the first step. You know what I mean? Like it's just something, um, or what are those things that they do in Hawaii? Yeah, I don't know. It's I think it's a Hawaiian ritual, thing where they, ceremony, what is it? Yeah. It's, it's not a baby shower. A blessing There's way maybe. I think it's that- a blessing way or a, a mother's some, some sort of blessing. Yeah. Like I've seen people post and I'm like, I wish I knew about this when I was pregnant. It looks so like, it's just women together with like flowers. And I think they like, I don't know. They, they just do nice things. I don't, <laughs> I don't know exactly what they do, but it's like, because baby showers are nice. You know, it's nice to get all the gifts and you need things for the baby. But the I think it's called a blessing, yeah, way, right? I, you probably I know more about so. this than and I do. I know. That's exactly. I always wished that, you know, I would have had something like that too. To mm-hmm. just, you know, connect me more with the women and the, you know, the mothers who had done yeah. that before. And to, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And it was like. I know this sounds funny when I had my second one and you know, the story he came before my midwife was able to get there. <laughs> I remember and I was in the bathtub. My, we didn't even have the um, birth tub filled up yet. My husband was working on it and I couldn't wait. I needed some water. So I got into just our bathtub and I was in there alone um, making noises. <laughs> and I was sniffing the essential <laughs> oils that you had sent me. You had sent me this really beautiful blend. And the only thing that kept me going was I just felt this connection to, to goddess Mm. and to every single woman who had birthed before. And I was like, this is exactly what I needed was feeling all of these women who've done this before, you know, we, yeah, supporting you, you know, they were not physically with me, but you know, spiritually, I guess she could stay. And that was exactly what I needed to just know that women have been doing this for eons and, mm-hmm. you know, we just need what's inside of ourselves. Um, 
You know, what's funny too is I've been thinking about, you know, what's going on currently in the world is almost like so Mm -hmm. similar to birth and, you know, the birth canal that we're Mm -hmm. maybe feel stuck in right now. You know, when this all started to happen, I I don't know if you felt this way, but with my first one, I felt like when she was about to come out, I felt that ring of fire and like, I couldn't, I can't do this. I can't do this. I need the hospital. (laughs) I need drugs. I need something. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I want to, can we make this stop? Can I try again tomorrow? Mm -hmm. I'm not ready. And that's how I feel right now with what's going on in the world. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I know that I was made to do this. I know that I was, you know, volunteered to come here at this time and that I'm built for this, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm ready for this. (laughs) That's a really, good that's a really good analogy I didn't think of it that way but I I definitely had that moment as well in my labor I I did actually ask for drugs (laughs) and they were like at this point it's just going to make things worse and I'm like okay um but yeah I and I've had that moment with this experience too rather recently actually where I just felt kind of like I've had enough you know I need to like live in la la land for a week you know I can't deal with this (laughs) yes um but you're right. It's like, it, it really is like what's on the other side of this is something new and we don't really know what it is. And that's the scary part and the painful <laughs> part, part of the painful part. Um, but I think that like, we're really coming into something yeah. beautiful yeah. on the you other side. It so well, that's exactly. And it's like, if we only knew what was on the other side, you know, it's like, you know, if we only, you know, we can't imagine like, <laughs> how beautiful it is to hold this new baby and it's like we're about to be able to you know have this creation that we've all been birthing Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah I love it that's beautiful that that was yeah I'm glad that you shared that because that was a really I feel like that was a nice way to sort of wrap Mm. up the talk what you just said like just yeah but um so where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you do like see what you share I I share mostly Um, on Instagram I'm at Renee underscore O-R-E-N-A-E underscore Teal, T-E-E-L. And then my website is ReneeTeal.com. See, spelling. Um, okay. And I'll, I'll put links to that under um, the episode. So people who listen can, you know, go right to check everyone who's listening. You can check Renee out um, yeah, easily. Yep. I'm, um, I have, but yeah, thank yeah. you so much for coming on today. It was such a treat and it's always nice to talk to you, but I love hearing, um, I love hearing you talk about this because I feel like you just, you really understand like the divine plan (laughs) (laughs) with the children, you know, like I feel like there's so much to think about with, um, with motherhood and children, like all of it, like it's such a, layered thing you know like health and you know discipline and school and diet like all this stuff but like I feel like whenever I talk to you like you you bring back like the main thing which is like it's really about like getting rid of everything that's not really serving us so that we can make something better and it's like we're working together with these children to like I don't know not to sound too dramatic but sort of like birth a new um, a new sort of That's way exactly, of life, I it's guess. exactly what ha- you know? what's happening. And thank you for saying that. And, you know, I just honor and respect the way that you do motherhood too. I just, I just love it. You're such a great example. You're oh, such a great you. example too. I love it. Yeah, it's a, 
Thank you. So yeah, it's nice to have friends like like we can read the same books and talk about it and sort of yeah, like it's, it's, <laughs> vent about it on the bad days. It's really also like... unknown. It's like, you know, this we're mm-hmm. just doing things in a way that has not hasn't been hasn't been done, you know. And it's funny because I think that our children may look at us one day as the way that we've looked at our parents. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they will. Oh, yep. You know. I think my daughter. The way it is, the way it goes. so good. Thank you for having me, Marlena. I just feel honored. Yes, thank you for coming on. This was awesome. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Definitely check Renee out, and uh, we'll see you next week with the new episode. So, thank thanks, you again, Marlena. Renee. Thanks for everybody listening to this. <laughs>